Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America and outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Welcome, friends. Thanks for joining us today. And actually, I have to say, thanks for joining me today. Walt is sick and does not have a voice. Uh, I kept hoping he would get better. But we've done some adjustment in our script, and we are going to share today uh, with you via my voice. You know, it's that time of year. <laughs> so, yeah, sickness happens, but also lots of music, special music that we love to hear going to concerts. We have gifts to wrap, um, just a busy time baking, friends, lights, candles, and it can sometimes be stressful. I'm sure if you're taking these minutes to listen even to this podcast, you have had to set some things aside, and um, we thank you for listening. There are family gatherings, there's parties to attend, favorite cookies, desserts, tradition. Tradition surrounds the holiday. And it reminds me, you know, on Christmas morning, as children, my brothers and I, we were allowed to open the small gifts in our stockings. And those stockings were full. There were usually um, some candy in there. There would be apples or oranges, but there were always small toys and things that would uh, keep us um, at bay. But we had to wait until breakfast was over to open the packages underneath the tree. And after enjoying some homemade cinnamon rolls, we would gather in the living room to read the Bible passage found in Luke 2, Jesus' birth. And then we would spend some time in prayer as a family. You know, and this has been part of my Christmas morning for over 60 years. What a blessing. What a good gift. And I want to be careful when I read familiar Bible passages, and I want to guard against this thought of, oh, I know these verses, I've memorized them, and that whole attitude that can surround a familiar passage. I often pause and I ask the Lord, open my heart, and it's my request today, Lord, open our hearts as we take a closer look at the shepherds. Let's begin in Luke 2, verse 8. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. You know, the shepherds. And we think of them, we've seen children dressed in bathrobes with towels wrapped on their heads. Um, these guys, they were real. They were out in the field they were fighting at the elements of the weather. They were doing their normal, regular job. Kind of nothing out of the ordinary for them. It's what they did every day, every night. Certainly not a fancy job. They were just watching over flocks of sheep. And I want to stop here and say this one verse, verse 8, reminds us that God is pleased when we live our best life. What is our best life? Using the gifts, the talents, skills, the education, the experience each of us has been given. We are all different. We are all unique, created in the image of God. 
It's that old saying, bloom where you are planted. And if we do our work and our daily tasks as unto the Lord for his pleasure, he he certainly smiles upon us. And these shepherds remind us they were living their best life. Well, you know, these shepherds, they were not famous. They're not wealthy. They're not powerful by any means. Rather, quite the opposite. They were viewed as unclean. Often, they experienced disdain, even scorn from other people in their society. Kind of sounds familiar, right? We've all experienced that kind of rejection, that uh, disrespect that can come toward us. These guys were rough and tumble. They were out in the fields with animals, dirty sheep. But they did have an important job because sheep provided wool for clothing, milk and meat for food. And these shepherds out in the rolling hillside surrounding the little town of Bethlehem most probably were watching over the sheep, the lambs that would be taken to the temple and later offered as sacrifices for the sins of the people. These are good shepherds, and it reminds me of Isaiah forty eleven, where we read, Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock in his arms. He will carry the lambs and carry them in his bosom. He will gently lead the nursing ewes. Yes, you see, these shepherds were on the rolling hills. They were watching their sheep. They were doing their normal job but they are also a picture of our good shepherd. And we're going to see that as we work through today's passage. Well, once again, God moves in an unusual, unexpected way. We have been seeing that over the past few weeks in our podcast. All of a sudden, an angel appears. We've seen that, right? An angel appears in the darkness of the night. Just imagine this group of shepherds, they're sitting, some are standing, they're watching out over, some are taking kind of a break. Can you hear the occasional sheep bleeding? Bah, bah. The sounds of the night, owls, the rustle of predators looking for the opportunity to steal one of those little lambs, and those mysterious sounds that we all can hear when it's night. And darkness has fallen all around. And then the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. Take that in for a moment. Pause here. When was the last time you sat in the darkness listening to strange sounds? I know for me recently, I'd gotten awake in the middle of the night and I just had a lot of thoughts going through people I was praying for, a lot friends and some family members that are experiencing illness. And I came out and sat on the sofa in our, in our living room and the sounds I could hear, I have to admit, I, I needed to check. It's like, what what's that sound coming from that closet? So imagine these shepherds in the darkness of the wilderness. But as they were terribly frightened, the scriptures tell us this in verse 10, 
But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. You know, whenever I read these verses, I think of the beautiful soliloquy delivered by Linus in Charlie Brown's Christmas. You may remember he puts his blanket on his head to play the part of a shepherd hearing the angel's words, do not be afraid. And remember, we've heard these words in numerous settings over the past three weeks when the angel came to Zacharias in the temple when he went in to offer the incense. Remember, the angel came to Mary, do not be afraid. The angel again came to Joseph, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Those are special words of greeting. But I especially love this phrase, for all the people. Take note, for all the people. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to be rich. You don't need to be in charge of the religious sect at the temple or the Roman government. For all the people today in the city of David, specifically, we know where this baby was born, in Bethlehem, a savior, not just any baby. This child is born to save. He is Christ the Lord. And here's a sign, a sign for you. This baby will be wrapped in cloths. That's not the sign because babies are wrapped in cloths. We swaddle them today. This baby born in Bethlehem will be lying in a manger. What are they looking for? The sign, a babe lying in a manger. The angel of the Lord spoke to them, do not be afraid. And then amid the glory of the Lord, of this angel, he delivered this message, good news, great joy. But suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host. This heavenly host was praising God. And what were they saying? They were saying glory, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, peace among men for whom he is pleased. And I went to the dictionary. That's where I go, right? What does glory mean? Glory, that means very great praise, very great honor, adoring praise, worshipful thanksgiving. You know, we often sing the Latin word gloria, gloria. This is honoring you. This is praising you, offering up wonderful adoration. And then the angel says, glory to God. This phrase is used to express surprise, elation, even wonder. Why would the angels wonder? Well, you know, they are speaking words of surprise and wonder because God's son has come to earth as a human infant, a human baby boy. You remember these angels 
through since their creation, they have worshipped him, the second person of the triune God in heaven. And now this, a human birth? Yes, glory to God, speaking words of surprise and wonder and praise and honor and adoration. But then that second part of this sentence, on earth peace, that mutual harmony between people in personal relationships, within families, within different structures of whether it's at work or in our churches or just in our towns, our community states, our countries, you know, that state of peace is promised to us. He It's the Prince of Peace, right? That name that is given to him in Isaiah, the Prince of Peace. And I want to encourage you to take some time to listen to the song Gloria by Chris Tomlin that we've shared down in the show notes. It's just a beautiful song to remind each of us of these verses we're talking about today. Well, continuing in verse 15, when the angels had gone away from them in heaven, the the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and they found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in a manger. You know, the angels had departed, that shocking in the darkness of the night, all of a sudden the glory of the Lord and the angel of the Lord was there and said, I bring you good news. And then the angels came and they said, glory to God and peace to men on earth. And now the darkness, they went back to heaven and the shepherds looked at one another And they began talking in amazement of what they had just heard, what they had just seen. We must go to Bethlehem. We must go and see this thing. The Lord has told us and we want to see for ourselves. One of my favorite phrases in these verses, 15 and 16, is this phrase, they came in a hurry. You know, how many days, how many times in our days and weeks are we in a hurry? But in this particular situation, the shepherds had just heard good news of great joy. And they said, we must hurry. We need to go find this baby. And they found their way. They found Mary and Joseph. But more importantly, they found the baby as he lay in the manger. And when they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told to them by the shepherds. That's verses 17 and 18 in Luke 2. They went in a hurry. They saw just what the angel had told them they would find And then they couldn't keep quiet. Anyone that they saw, they told them about this child. And then in 18, all who heard wondered, wondered at what they had told. And you can see and imagine 
that some people heard and they shrugged it off and just said, oh, these are the shepherds. They've spent way too many days, too many nights out in the cold, dark fields. They, they are off their rocker. They are, they're losing it a little bit. But then the shepherds in 20 went back glorifying and praising God for all he had heard and seen just had been told to them. The shepherds returned. If they saw anyone, they told them what they had seen. But even as they returned back out in the field, you can imagine just their words glorifying, praising God for what they had heard and seen. No one could take that from them. That was a real testimony. And in verse 19, we know that Mary treasured all these things. She pondered them in her heart. She could not believe what God was doing in her life with this man who had taken her to be a wife, and now this son who had been born, who they were told by God to name him Jesus. This is an amazing story. The shepherds visited by an angel of the Lord and the heavenly hosts coming, singing glory to God in the highest peace on earth. They heard this message of good news, of great joy. (laughs) Those shepherds were in a hurry that evening, that night, because they wanted to find this baby Yes, he would be wrapped in swaddling clothes, but more important, he would be laying in a manger. Everyone they saw, they told about the child. They weren't shy. They weren't embarrassed. They made known the statement, for today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And you know, friends, the shepherds, found the shepherd. He was lying in a manger. His name is Jesus. Years later, as Jesus was ministering, he would share these words with his followers. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And I love thinking about who God sent first to see Jesus in the manger. It was the shepherds. Why? Because Jesus was going to be the good shepherd. He would lay down his life for his sheep. Friends, that's just an amazing message. That's an amazing hope we can cling to. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the good news. A child is born, the precious gift of your son. Jesus came to give his life so that our sins can be forgiven. We can receive the free gift of everlasting life, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Would each one listening today find the forgiveness of sin and the peace that Jesus, the Good Shepherd, came to offer for all people, a good gift for each of us. Lord, fill our hearts with praise and adoration for the generous gifts of your grace, love, joy, and peace to us. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Blessings to each of you. And until our next time together, may you continue to walk with God. Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library.